Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from the adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. Let's get right to the news. John? A zoo in England. Oh, thank you, Kenny. A zoo in England posted a job opening seeking applicants, quote, comfortable wearing a bird costume <laughs> to serve as yeah. the facility's seagull deterrence. The Blackpool Zoo said the new hires would be members of the visitor services team and their duties would include dressing as a giant bird of prey. They want to scare away the seagulls from the zoo's main dining areas. At Blackpool Zoo, it goes without saying, we love all animals. And as a seaside resort, Blackpool is not short of seagulls. However, Seagulls are proving to be a bit of a nuisance when it comes to trying to steal food from visitors and our animal enclosures. That's how they posted the job opening. The zoo said ideal candidates would be visitor-focused, friendly, energetic, flexible, outgoing, and need to be comfortable wearing a bird costume. If you have any interest, you can, uh, well, you have first you have to go to the UK, uh, but you can uh, apply at recruitment at blackpoolzoo.org.uk. I thought about doing this. Okay, I didn't even have to say it. I looked at the costume. It's a big even... blow-up costume. I'm like, I wouldn't have to worry about staying slim in that thing. You can only see your little face in there. That, that's your first concern? Yeah. Oh, your yeah, weight? Of course. So I can eat anything I want. I can just get in that suit and then maybe just take a dip in the, the sea there and float around, you know? So... If this had come up around the period of your life where you were dressing up as Marilyn Monroe and uh, Scooby Doo once, and, and you were not <laughs> you were knocking on doors and singing, right? You weren't you weren't stripping though. No, right? Jesus, just, nobody wants that. But what it's like a singing singing sing- telegrams, yeah. What's the point of a singing? Is it like a happy birthday thing? Yeah, most oh. of the time, and then sometimes it's like people's retirement party or you know it's just they would order different characters so you're 20 years old you're in dirty old missouri mm-hmm. um your agent calls and says i have two options singing maryland or dress up as a big eagle or whatever the hell seagull no 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 the they're deterring right. seagulls yeah. it is, it's up. like a it looks like um a a big blow-up sumo suit almost, except it looks like an eagle maybe from a totem pole. That's what I describe yeah. it as. Oh, right. sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Definitely eagle costume. Because the Maryland takes a long time to do your makeup and, you know, everything else. It's like a long process to make me look like Marilyn because I don't look like her. What it's all if- makeup. And how big these suits that the the bird costume suit? How do you get in and out of that? Um, I mean, you step into it usually. What if you have to? What if you have to poop? Well, then you have to take the suit off. You just poop in the suit, Kenny. It's right in there. That's the worst part. And then there's somebody that cleans the suit out. That's what I don't want to do. 
Uh, yeah, that's the worst part about wearing uh, overalls. Oh, is what you have to go through to get, and then you drop one of your little straps into the toilet, Boom, right on into accident, the toilet, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I Ross, you, you seem like you're really, really a desperate sort of person to stay in show business. Oh, show business. Is I that would, what this is? More would just you? desperate to make cash. So, yeah, I would, I would do this if there was a local angle. I wouldn't fly to the UK just to do it, but. If the Minnesota Zoo said, hey, come out Saturday mornings from 9 to noon and dress like a flock of seagulls or something like that, yeah, I would do that. What, do you, gotta get, what do you got to get paid? I don't know. Mm. Would, would they do 50 bucks an hour for that job? Probably, no, it's, it's probably more like a, 17 or 18. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Would I take that for a few hours? Probably. So. Three Minnesota hours. More, did you say 50? No. They might no, get you fifty for. They might give you fifty for the won't. day. No, it's fifteen bucks an hour. Yeah. So yeah, you put in three hours. That's forty five dollars. I think of two things here. I think of places like the University of Minnesota. How many Goldie Gopher mascots do they have? Right, like they must have just a closet full of Goldie Gopher heads and uniforms. And then I think of we've all done this before. I love when I golf and they put the fox decoys out. And as you're golfing, the fox decoys don't work because there'll be like a goose sitting right next to it. Right. That always that always gives me a good laugh. <laughs> right. Um, would Would you do this, Kenny? Oh hell no! <laughs> I, uh, that's that's my thing with right now. Um, I, I help a farmer guy out in the spring and fall, and uh, it's always well we gotta settle up here, you know. And I keep track of my hours, and it's like well. I, I look at what I make for sitting on my ass and talking. And then if I want to make the same amount of money working for him, I mean, come on. That's, that's not fair. That's not fair. Yeah. So I trade my hours for uh, either gravel for my driveway because oh. he drives a, he, he drives truck, as we like to he say. Drives he, he drives truck. <laughs> or uh, I use his skid loader, and it works out just fine. And it's uh, great. You, know, you don't have to yeah. trade any money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have uh, back home. My mom has our fields uh, mowed, and then we let the guy do, you know, we don't pay him. He takes the hay for his Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Yeah, best way to do it. What was your other, um, your other costume gig? Oh, well... I worked for a modeling agency in Dallas, and my first gig I did for them, they want to they want to weed out people who are too snooty to do stupid stuff. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. if you, we have the Johnson & Johnson um, national meeting coming up, and they asked us to get a model to dress in the Scooby-Doo suit, like a mascot suit. Like, you don't see yeah. yourself. It's hot in there, and it's just... You're going to appear like all the products they display to all the Johnson & Johnson agents like across the country. So that's telecast to all of them, thousands of people. And we have these new Scooby toothbrushes. And so we want somebody to <clears throat> get in the Scooby costume. And and um, you just go out on stage a couple of times. Um, you take pictures with people. It was $400 an hour. And so I was like, yeah, Shut I'll do it. Up. See? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was there oh, for now, five hours. I'm I'm totally in. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Now, but, but the models that were like, you know, super hot, tall models, and I was, you know, five foot eight, so short in comparison and not snooty, they're taking little piddly jobs and trying to fight and scrap for, you know, being in some 
Sears catalog or whatever it was. I, I was doing it for acting because they had acting roles too. So anyway, I, would, I was like, I'll do it. And I got, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was great money and I had a great time because they're, they, the people there, they also had, Johnson & Johnson has so many products, as you know, and one of them was panty liners. And so... It was like thong panty liners. So you have to dress up as a town or as a no a big a, pad. No, a pad? I was still Scooby Doo, but they thought it was hilarious because they took pictures with me holding the thong panty liners as Scooby Doo, and they're like, well, "Don't ever let this get out!" Oh were God, they, were they comically oversized? Uh, like no, the size they're of for a thongs. Bag? No, they're oh, for thongs, okay. so they're like little bitty things. Did you have special music you came out to? Was it like Scooby Scooby Doo? Where are you? It's, t- it's time to brush your you? teeth now. Yep. So, um, I barely did any work. So you don't have to say anything. No. And all you have to do is kind of act with, turn your head sideways, <laughs> yeah. and then put your arms up, and yeah, I, like have toothbrushes in my hand and come on on stage. Dollars an hour. Yeah, so we did like four different sessions with different. They couldn't get some connected. Anyway, I ended up staying longer, but I was like, sure. And so I got some overtime there. So is it sweaty huh. in the costume? Yeah. That's got to be brutal. So what do you wear in the costume? Because I'm thinking I'm just wearing underpants and that's it. Well, I didn't want my pits to be touching the costume, so I did wear like a T-shirt and some leggings. Does it smell like B.O. in the costume? They're pretty good about, like, they send it to the dry cleaner. How they do that, I don't know. They just spray it down in there and try to sanitize it. But it is a thing. Like, costumes are... (laughs) Mascot costumes can be really gross. What do you yeah. think these dummies... This was also in Dallas, Texas. So it was or it's Texas. always hot. It was like July. Oh yeah. Yikes. <laughs> but I wasn't outside uh, or anything. What do you suppose these mascots, like um, at the baseball game and hockey game, oh, what are they getting paid? Not even nearly close to that. It's because it was a, think it's a modeling agency. A hundred bucks an hour? No. Damn, I, I want this gig. Yeah. Can't even remember years back, maybe seven, eight years ago, maybe 10 years ago. Remember the Vikings had that falling out with Ragnar? Yeah. Who wanted more money? He wanted like $1,000 a game or something, and the Vikings yeah. said no way to that. Who's the, what's the mascot for the Twins? TC Bear. Yeah, we had an issue a few years ago with him. Yeah. We switched and to the original TC Bear got the boot for some reason. That's I don't think right. we, we never did find out. And I used to have really fun Twitter conversations with him <laughs> uh, because he followed me. And I always thought it was ironic that the guy can't talk in his mask, but he's really good at tweeting. Tweeting? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. He's got a huge uh, bear phone, Kenny. It's got big numbers and letters, so it's <laughs> easy to tweet. As of April 18th, 2023, the average annual pay for a professional mascot in sports in the United States is $42,844 a year. That's... Oh, but they grand. only work for uh, yeah. so that, many... I made half of that in one day. Jeez. Oh, 42,000, you said? Yeah. Oh, okay. 42, I saw 4,200. Doesn't, doesn't that still seem inflated to you, Johnny? I don't think TC Bear is taking no, home think about it, Ross. 42 they're grand all, a year. They're all athletic. That TC Bear guy can knock a home run out yes. of the park yeah. during uh, batting practice. Yep. Yeah. What? And they're you running around. The run derby. Yeah, yeah, they do run okay. and do. So stuff. tell me about that, John. You and uh, Matthew went down there. And is the guy talking to you? Yeah, he talked to me uh, in the mask, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah he Did was you fine. see him with the mask off? 
No, I didn't. He actually was giving me tips because he does it all the time and he wants it to look, you know, like a some sort of contest. So he was yeah. giving me tips on what to do. And uh, I had a warning track power, though. I, I hit about three to the warning track. Couldn't get any over. Well, that's because you too much estrogen. That's your problem. <laughs> um, Ross, what if they... I emailed you a clip, would you be able to play it? I think so. Okay. It's an actual video in, clip? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's really an audio thing because in Belgium, they just crowned this seagull screeching champion. <laughs> so I'm going to text you and I'm going to have you send it to a different email because it'll be easier to access from oh, this computer. Is okay. that okay? We did that before um, with crows with your mom. Oh, my mom. Call, call. Because <laughs> I do. Call, call. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. I think mine is pretty damn good. Yeah, yours is good. Yeah, yeah. she's just saying call. Which I think is pretty funny. Um, well, Disney World, what do they call the people in costumes? They've got a special name for them. Cast Actors? members? Cast members. Well, all of them are cast members. Like, not if, if you're in a costume or not. So, but some of them have to show their face, like Snow White, right? That's yeah. an actual human and you see her face. And she comes body. out and does pictures yeah, at yeah. Epcot. Does she talk? Yeah. Okay, but Mickey Mouse doesn't talk. No, 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 no. What no. do they make? Is that a union gig? I could ask because got, I they've got to be in the actors' union, let me right? See if he Holy is moly! Away. What? I, I have some more news for you about professional mascots. Highest paid: the Rocky the Mountain Lion, the Denver Nuggets mascot, makes six hundred and twenty-five grand a year. Shut your <laughs> mouth! They should twenty. Five. Wow. You know, a, a one hour visit from Rocky. If you want him to come to your kid's birthday party or whatever, yeah, seven hundred fifty bucks. Thirty minute visit to a birthday party, four hundred bucks. Wow. Season ticket holders can meet Rocky during games if you pay a hundred thirty five dollars. We kind of have um, a, a mascot for GL. He shows up at every broadcast we do, usually dressed as a, a mailman with a yeah. A tin foil hat on. Yeah. He's very irritating. Nobody wants to talk to him. <laughs> oh wow! But he's a nice guy. I mean, I he's actually, a great guy. I like the guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's an impossible role. <laughs> All right, are we done with that one? Yeah, until he yeah, gets this so. seagull screeching thing. I like how you keep him busy now. You know, he's doing Hold something on. else, so we don't have to deal with him. Well, I just have to <laughs> love you, Kale. Oh, boy. Oh, I have to approve my sign-in. Jeez, did I miss it? Ah, I hate this. Oh, God. Yeah. The authenticator. The authenticator, yeah. Authenticator. Let me try again. Make your life this at work not, a Just go on. Hell. We'll just, he'll just pop it in there whenever a, it's. A widow is suing a cruise line alleging that it let her husband's body decompose after he oh. died of a heart attack. Marilyn Jones's husband, Bob Robert, died last August on board the celebrity cruise ship Equinox. Her lawsuit says the cruise line told her the body would be properly stored in the ship's morgue until they returned to Florida in six days. Who even knew? Okay. I did. Who even knew there was a morgue on a ship? Uh, my travel agent's mother passed away on a cruise. That's the only way I know. Number two. Uh -huh. The old man dies on a cruise ship, and who knows? Maybe it was to renew their vows or do something romantic. Yeah. He dies on day one. You have to continue the cruise? Oof. I mean, you could get off in whatever port, Curacao, and go home. But I they guess. should, yeah, they should fly you home. Mm-hmm. 
Unless you're like me, I'd probably be married, remarried by the time. <laughs> we got oh my God, Kenny! Kenny! It's a long way to go for that joke, wasn't you it? Do. You do. Really, it's really a long <laughs> old, way uh, to go. Kevin James, uh, the old comedian, remember him? Yeah. Uh, he uh, he did. A, I remember he did a stand up bit where he said, "Women, if how did I can't remember how we worded it, but the point was, if we're thinking about another woman, or or you know maybe having sex with another woman." You're dead in our thoughts. Yeah. You're a yeah, dead body yeah. already. Oh yeah. So don't worry about us cheating on you. It's just yeah. like you die. Oh, jeez. But he did it much funnier. The first that. thought is, okay, yeah, how am I going to pay the bills that she normally pays? And then uh, how long is it going to take me to hook up with somebody else and to make my grilled cheese sandwiches? <laughs> wow. Yeah, oh, I know. That's pretty bad. Only that's one fine. that laughs is the female. See? See how we uh, are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the lawsuit says the more wasn't working so the body was stored in a much warmer beverage cooler oh, okay. okay so you're you're no, i don't want any no, beverages now what's the name of the bartender on uh love boat um what was his name the black dude i don't know oh yeah. shoot oh or you're a bar back and you go into the cooler to get another 12 pack of Schlitz malt liquor. And, and there's a guy propped up in the corner, slowly rotting away. Heck. Oh, oh. Isaac. Uh, Isaac Washington. Oh. Isaac. Yeah, Isaac. Thank good you, guy. John. Yeah. Send me a, leave me the bottle, Isaac. Um, the lawsuit said the body decomposed to the point that an open coffin funeral was impossible <gasps> no Jeez. the family awful. is seeking one million if you ask uh, me that's not enough uh, yeah that's 10. ridiculous I'm gonna that, need is, 10. that yeah. is absolutely just not right at all but Poor man family. if so you said you have a friend whose husband died um um a travel agent i know her mom died on the cruise and, and so was she, was she along um was she yes yes did she continue the cruise? Um, I think that they had to. I mean, she, not the rest of the stops. Like, of course, you have to get to the next port. Yeah. But they were extremely kind. And she talked about all the, I mean, because they have a doctor and a morgue and yeah. everything. And that it, it was so, they were so respectful. And it was like just a super easy process. And they paid for the, her mother's remains, her body to, you know, be flown back to the U.S. Like it's all a part of your travel insurance if you get travel oh, insurance. Right. So, um, yeah, they're very the cruise that she was on. But I don't know what kind of what cruise line this was. Why this not? seems ridiculous. This is like a big blaring don't cruise with this cruise yeah. line. But that it's carnival, right? It was carnival. Uh, celebrity celebrity cruises. Oh, Equinox. Equinox. Oh, so, yeah. could they give you a funeral at sea, and could you just toss her overboard? I don't think they'll do that. Why not? <laughs> um, well, it's I don't know. I mean, I haven't looked into that, but they probably wouldn't, just because of the liability. And I mean, that would be you know, she dies at after breakfast at nine a.m. Oh, oh. You toss her in the drink at one p.m. Here. By 4 p.m., you're at happy hour. Wow. Yeah, there you go. This is getting really weird. So Bradley, my radio partner at my talk. Bradley Trainer. Yes, noon to three. He just got back from a cruise, and they lost someone's ashes. 
Oh. Like they lost a couple of pieces of luggage, and he was like, "It's really weird because they usually don't like put out a statement like if you've seen this piece of luggage, and then they put a note on everyone's door with a picture of it, and it was like <laughs> in a little suitcase or whatever." But then they found out later it was somebody somebody's son's ashes that they were gonna and they were gonna throw them overboard. Yeah, yeah, and so they just happened to lose those two pieces of luggage. What did Bradley say about the cruise? I don't. This isn't his first cruise, is it? Hasn't oh, it's probably his fiftieth cruise. No, he loves cruises. Why? Um, I don't know. He's just one of those people that loves to, like, he has cruises booked for in two years in advance because you wow. get a good deal, like for 2025 or whatever. And then really? you just, you don't have to pay. You just put down a deposit and then you don't have to pay until 90 days before the cruise. Here's so. my, here's what I want to do. They offer a cruise up the Columbia, uh, Columbia River in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I would like to do that because oh, yeah. it's a history-based thing. But mm-hmm. I've also noticed for cruises up the Mississippi, don't you think that would be cool? Because you're looking at land on both sides yeah, the whole way. Yeah, it would be cool. There's got to be a ton of sight. Probably stops more than like a Greyhound bus. Mm-hmm. So anytime you want off, you just get off and take an Uber back to Minnesota. Yeah. That'd be the way to do it. Truly, yeah, that'd be great. My sister went through Germany up the, what is it, the Rhine River? The yeah, Rome, probably. Rhine? Anyway, on a Viking cruise, which is really nice. And it was like they stopped at all these castles and everything. That's the, I would do that, but like the, I've done an ocean cruise with you the have? radio station. Yeah. Oh, I bet. My old, one of my old stations, we did, how, uh, I was like, let's go? do a divorce cruise for people who just got divorced. And then we had all these <laughs> games that we played with them. It was a big group. Um, it was, well, it wasn't great because <clears throat> I was really sick. Like the rockiest seas that this travel agent had ever been on was this cruise. Like Atlantic. I had the little brace- bracelets. Yeah. I had the bracelets, I had the patches, I took Dramamine, and I in my, it was a five-day cruise, and three out of the five days I was in my cabin, just sick, because really? I could feel the ship yeah. moving. And, I don't oh, want to go out in the ocean. I don't get, like, air sick or anything. It was, like, the weirdest, I don't get car sick. I mean, just the thought. Yeah. Can you believe hmm. it? But it was it was free for me, so I was like, okay. And then people hooked up, you know, all these divorces. Well, that's what I was thinking. Why not? take that to the next level and invite well, a bunch did. of and no invite a <laughs> bunch of couples married people who don't know they're about to get divorced this is a reality show you're talking about yeah exactly. yeah it's yeah. like jerry exactly. yeah. yeah 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 and uh well I, I have something to tell you honey the reason we're sitting on stage is uh i can't live with you anymore i yeah. want out that would be fantastic and then it's like now you have to choose from these other men you know yeah. And everybody's getting divorced. I don't know. This Candy, is you talked sad. about the Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, there's a Mississippi to New Orleans one that makes 15 stops. So you're right. You'd, you'd be getting off on cities everywhere. Do you have a price? I think it's really expensive. Uh, it's, the, all I have is the you have to put $25 down and they start at 12000 it looks like. Oh, for the love. Which, oh, holy you crap. You could go to Tibet or something. No, Come on, don't I, I'd do take it. my pontoon before I do no that. No kidding. You could go somewhere oh, yeah. spectacular. I would love to go on. There's tons of really cool music ones now, music cruises, uh, jazz and R&B. Oh, a uh, lot of rock stars so you, do cruises. Yeah, you have. Yeah, the rock stars usually are old, washed up guys, you know whereas the jazz and oh, R&B are good. Cat Perkins just did one with Kid Rock. Oops, sorry, Cat. I didn't mean that. <laughs> like last year or something? I like Kat. Oh, no, she's great. <laughs> but, yeah. Did she have fun? 
Oh yeah, totally. She had a blast. Oh, yeah. All the musicians. But that he's I a little problematic. Do, oh, <laughs> yeah. you think? I, yeah. I don't know if I want to be cooped up on a, a, a on a boat with him. No. no. Well, you don't have to see him, but hanging out, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could just be all an act to get attention. Because I'm thinking we'll take a take the average and just keep politics out of it. You don't need po- kid yeah, rock politics. Even, yeah. uh, you don't need his politics at all. Just take a look at his audience. Now you want to be stuck on a boat with those people? Seriously, seriously, I don't think so. That's not going to work for me. (laughs) You know what I want to do? It's not a cruise line. I want to do a canoe ride from the headwaters of the Mississippi down to Fridley or Anoka. Uh, And I guess people that have done that—that actually takes a few weeks. I'll bet. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Mm. Uh, Are we done? Yeah, Yeah, I think we're done with that. I mean. Uh, my friend who worked at Disney, this was in the late 80s, he said that the Mickey Mouse, like the guy who plays Mickey, or <clears throat> is actually a, the Minnie Mouse I know was a man, um, oh. 22000 a year, but that oh, was in 1989. Yeah, that's so he some... said it's probably um, with equity, they're probably equity now and it makes it higher. Yeah, so not, I would let I don't know double that so no, probably forty thousand no, but in Florida to, you know, that is not going to get too far eighty we're no. we're going to need eighty as yeah. a jumping off point all right uh, I've got to go ten one hundred can we take a break ten one hundred yeah so trucker lingo means, yeah s- sing us into now that's ten two hundred okay uh, sing us into a break John so I can uh, take a little break Do you, you want me to play something yeah John can you oh, play something. Yeah. Hey, thanks. I see what you're doing here. Get it? I do. Okay, is that enough? Let me keep going. (laughs) This, This is really the cool part. Okay, that's enough. That's great. You're so talented. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Jarmo uit Eindhoven heeft een wel heel bijzonder talent. Hij kan de lokroep van een meel perfect nadoen. En dus deed hij mee met het EK Meeuwenschreeuwen in België. En met succes. European champion, Gas Region 2023. Jarmo de Slatan uit Eindhoven. What the hell was that? <laughs> 
That's the dude in Belgium who just won the seagull screeching contest. That was Belgium? I could have sworn it was Finlanders or something, or Norwegians. <clears throat> Let's see if I can go up that high. Wow. Damn. That's you nailed it. Wow. Dog. Wow, now you won't be able to talk for the rest of the day. <laughs> no, I'm good. Can I? Wow. I have a, I have a pretty big vocal range. It's just not pretty <laughs> at the top. <laughs> Can I humor you three with perhaps the best picture I have ever taken in my life? It was at a golf tournament about a decade ago. This is on the mascots topic. Sure. Ho- hope you guys find this as hilarious as I do. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, that's pretty funny. They look like they're about to go to Fist City there. That was uh-huh. that was Crunch and uh We got T C Bear and TC, Nordy. Yeah. Oh Nordy. When you say Fist oh. City, yeah. what do you mean? I, Throw, oh no, God, God. don't <laughs> you've gone too deep in the tabs. No, I don't mean I don't mean what you think. I just got it. Yeah. I mean, they're going to oh. throw hands, you know, Donnie Brook. Haymakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'd be doing. Wow. Okay. Remember, uh, All right. Okay. okay. Lynn had the song Fist City, remember? Who did? Beat up Loretta Lynn. She's going to beat up her husband. The gal that keeps flirting with her husband. Oh, God. I love We're those. We're going to go Fist City. Growing up, when we were getting out of hand at home, father would always tell us, if you guys don't behave, Mr. Fist and Mr. Duke are going to come out. (laughs) That's pretty good. Whenever you say Fist City, I always think of that old videotape of Jane Kennedy. Uh, But moving right along. um, Who's that? Yeah, never mind. Uh, Quickly move along. A Spanish mountain climber. I'm going to guess don't Google that name with the work computers. This is uh, from April 14th, so it's a couple of weeks old, but uh, it's good anyway. A Spanish mountain climber emerged Friday from a cave 230 feet underground where she spent 500 days isolated from the outside world. Uh, Beatriz uh, Flamini, 50, of Madrid, left the cave in southern Spain after 9 a.m. after being told by supporters that she had completed the feat she set out to accomplish in uh, November of 2021. Um, 500 days no. in a cave. Nope. <laughs> um, why, John? Uh, well, I have a little claustrophobia issue, oh. and, and I feel enclosed after, oh, 20 minutes, let alone 500 days. Hmm, 20 minutes, huh? Well, wait a minute. Maybe 20 seconds sometimes. She cheated. Oh, Um, she did. No, she didn't. She was, uh, the Spanish state news agency said she was obligated to temporarily halt the challenge after some 300 days and leave the cave for eight days because of a technical problem. Uh, She spent the eight days in a tent, but had no contact with anyone before going back down once the problem was resolved. So are we still going to count that? Yeah. All right. For sure. It's not her fault. Uh, But uh, I heard that she started hallucinating and having auditory hallucinations. And she also, her her body clock was, she never knew what time it was. It just got her circadian rhythms were all screwed up. It It was for scientific purposes, I think. They were studying how that would affect the human body to be underground for that long. I wonder if she had a watch so she could at least have a reference point to whatever time it was. I would hope so. I think I would say I'm going to need a watch. Yeah. 
I am dangerously accurate when it comes to predicting the time during daylight hours. Sure. At night, no idea. Have no idea. I can't do it unless there's a full moon and then you can take a wild guess. Um, but the question is, obviously you wouldn't do this, but would you do it, say, is there a place where you could go for a year in your life with no windows so you couldn't see the outside, but you could be relatively comfortable? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where? Mall of America. So somewhere big like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because you, you could, have so many options. I would live in there. If you I could easily live in there for two years. But then they have the skylights up there, so that wouldn't work. What about, like, say, a camper, a 32-foot camper, uh, windows well, painted over? that's a big over. difference. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm thinking a small area. John, could you even do that? No. no John, could so. you do it if there were windows? Um, maybe, but I'd have to get outside. You'd have to. If, if a day like today when the sun's shining bright, I want to go stand on my deck or yes. whatever. What if it pays a hundred grand? Yes, well, I'm doing it. You know, if, you if could there's do money it. involved, mm-hmm. I probably could do better. What would be the circumstances, Don, where um you would say, no, not going to do it? Hotel room. Let's say it was in a hotel room. It's all about the money for me. Yeah, I'm fine with the hotel room. So as long as you, um, what if there was no TV, no radio? Oh, that would be no books. great. Oh, no books. Oh, God. Ooh. Oh, no books. hundred grand, no tax, just cash. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know about that. If I had no way of, I mean, do I have paper where I can write? Sure. Okay. <laughs> but you can't do anything with it. I mean, you'll have it when you're done. Yeah, I have it when I'm done. So I just, then I'm like, okay, well. I don't think a hundred grand's nearly enough. Not for a year. Yeah, because I mean, essentially, you, you you might as well just work. Okay. Right. Have wow. you ever? Have you guys <laughs> ever? No, been... I don't make that. No, much no, 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 no. Me neither. But no, I'm not saying I do either. But what I'm what I'm saying is. You might as well put in your 40, 50 hours a week and just take your regular paycheck and have a life. That is, the, is, is the, it really a life? Well, yeah, yeah I mean, that's, Kenny, that's I basically, I, 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 basically no, li- I basically live that life anyways. I just go home and do nothing. I'm a hermit. Oh, my God. Yeah, but you're out and you're about and you have the, you know, opportunity, if you weren't such a loser, to go do things. <laughs> oh, my God. What a loser. Have you what? ever... Have you ever hey, been? Leave me to send you were a loser. He's used to it. That's um, was this close to spewing coffee yeah, all over this beautiful board? Spit it out. Have you been ever out of touch with the outside world during a major news event, and you come out, or you wake up, or you come to to find out something really, really shocking has happened? I haven't. For me. It was the riots, if we're calling them that, in oh. Washington, D.C. Remember a couple of years ago? It was on, uh, yes. was it Inauguration Day, January, what was the oh, date? January 6th. Yeah, Insurrection so Day. We do, we do the show, GL. Insurrection. And I go to my shop, and there's no TV and no radio, and I work in there until about 6, 7 o'clock. And um, didn't look at the phone, didn't look at Twitter, had no idea what was going on. And this huge, huge news event happened while I was in the shop. It was really, really weird. And I still, to this day, I'm kind of, was that good or was that bad? I think it was actually <laughs> kind of good. It's not good. 
It wasn't not good. No, no I think he. I think no. he means good to miss it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good to miss it. Yeah, because then you're like, well, what? And the, you're trying to catch up. You're like, look at those sons of bitches. Right. <laughs> so crawling all up there and acting like that, animals. I tried. I prior to that, I tried doing this on purpose. The night of the election, that was um, it was Hillary against Trump, um, and it was during deer hunting. So I, I didn't want to know the answer. I wanted to be able to go out and sit in the woods all weekend without knowing who was the president. I thought that would be really awesome. So I took, put my phone on uh, airplane mode. Um, but then I re- woke up the next morning like a jackass. I turned my phone off airplane mode yeah. and immediately like 12 texts You're came like, across. Ah. And I knew who won the election before I was even able to go to the bathroom. It was very, very disappointing. <laughs> it's hard to avoid the news. It really is. Very There's just no way to stay away from it. Anyway, that's that story. <laughs> and we saved the most shocking for last. You're not going to believe this. Um, John, uh, Don, I, I know you like it, John. Uh, Don, you're um, um, you're a cheese snob, right? I like cheese. I like all kinds of cheese. I'll try any cheese. Do you like Parmesan cheese? Yes. And I love it. When people order and they say Parmesan. Parmesan. <laughs> Do you like the kind of shredded kind or the kind in that little green jar that you go... Oh, I call that and, sprinkle cheese. I yeah. like all of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really great. The truth behind the cheese was brought to the people's attention on social media when one user shared her horrific findings with her followers oh. and said she was going to go full vegan as she learned that Parmesan isn't actually vegetarian-friendly. That's because the hard Italian cheese contains rennet, an enzyme found in the lining of mammal stomachs, typically young cows, sheep, and goats that helps them digest their mother's milk. Rennet is an, an essential ingredient in traditional Parmesan but that means the animals have to be killed for cheesemakers to extract the subject, <laughs> the substance, excuse me, making it unsuitable for vegetarians. I have nothing against vegetarians. You live your life. I am happy for you. But that is funny as hell. John, <laughs> yeah. you're not a vegetarian. No. But. Sorry about the disdain in my voice there. <laughs> how do you feel now? That you know that they're killing a cute little baby cow, gutting it open, scraping the lining of the stomach for yeah. a grody enzyme, and turning it into cheese. I'm <laughs> fine with it. It's good. I mean, they'll, they're probably using the other parts as well, so that's yeah. just their purpose, you know? Yeah. Uh, some it's some commentators, like, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean, there are people starving all over the world, so let's not be so picky, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, just my take on it. I just read a book about a woman who escaped from North Korea, so I have a different view on <laughs> all these things we make up to 
Is, is life in North Korea much like uh, being on the staff of Garage Logic? I've got to believe it's kind of the same. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> I mean, a little bit different, but yeah, she's a fascinating woman. I I just really admire her. She's just yeah. It's called In Order to Live, Yomi Park. I read something a few years ago that when one of the previous leaders, what was it, Kim Jong Il or Il Jong Kim, mm. yeah, or Kim one Jong Il, that's one, one of them dad. died. Yeah, one when one of them died, mm-hmm. if you weren't out in public showing extreme grief enough, you would be reported to the government. I mean, it, and go to a prison camp for the rest. It of your wasn't. Life. It no, wasn't just enough to go out and be in public and be sad. But you had to, you know, flail Whale. at yourself yes. and talks scream about that in the book. and cry. And it's just what you throw kind yourself of... on the ground and yeah. just like and they also realized at that moment that he was not immortal because right. they mm-hmm. told people they tell people that they're immortal, that he could change the weather, that he's like this wizard. I mean, it's just apps. The things I learned, it's insane. And now he's worm food. Yeah. yeah. Oh, face down in the mashed potatoes. Well, he, he was out the, of original, uh, the original 18 holes in one, remember? Yes. The, the round of golf. He <laughs> yes. shot an 18. And- oh, oh, God. <laughs> it's so absurd. Like, all the things that they hear. It's not even... We shouldn't even be laughing about Stepping it. Stepping up to the he- first tee box, a 450-yard <laughs> hole. Uh, he uh, faces the ball, and there's swing. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. Oh, it's in the hole. It's, it's in, in the, the hole. hole. Oh it's in the God. hole. <laughs> he also, according to legend, never uh, never number twoed. Well, sure. He was well, pristine. Maybe that's why he died then. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, a big backup. Yeah, it sure is. I would prefer uh, women would do that, but that's uh, whatever. Fine. What? If you, if you have you to do that. Uh, oh, just, God, you don't want to think about that. Um <laughs> My problem with being so there. Weird. My my problem with being in North Korea is I'd be laying on the ground after throwing myself on the ground in tears, and I'd I'd turn my wrist at my check my watch, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you roll off pretty, down the hill and going <laughs> up. Been three minutes now. How much <laughs> yeah, longer do yeah, I have to? Yeah. Uh, three's company is coming on. Can I go back in the house? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Up. let's go. <laughs> yeah, they don't have any. The only TV they have are propaganda films. Yeah, what and is, channels that are all propaganda. How did she get out? She escaped through China, but they did not know. She was 13. They didn't know that they were um, being taken into a sex trafficking trade. Oh. Her and her mother. It was. Oh. It's It's a horrifying story, but it's so like you will appreciate your life so much. So then she was somehow able to uh, escape that sex uh, yeah, life Yeah, a couple of thing, years slave. where she was bought and sold many different times and wow. her mother as well. Like they separated them. She just it, it's I mean, you just have no idea. It's just makes you they, they escaped. Actually, um, they they got word of missionaries, actually, Christian yeah. missionaries who yeah. um, would take them through Mongolia. They had to cross the Gobi Desert. Oh, to, and just, when it's like negative oh. 20. Yeah. OK. And so it's just you'll never be able to understand what all of that is like. Just I, re- I did the audio book. She's actually ended up at Columbia University, and she has been on quite a few conservative podcasts because 
at Columbia, she was so shocked at how similar America is to North Korea what? because of all the restrictions on politically correct things that you have. She was terrified. She's like, I'm going to offend someone. I don't know. Like she had learned English, but then she's like, there's this other level. of right. And I'm not trying to be like, no, we know, don't do politics. I, we don't do uh, politics. But yeah. I was like, huh, that's interesting. She's like, they're telling everybody how to what to say and it think and feel and. I just didn't know that that happened here. And I'm like, I am so fed up with trying to be politically correct. Well, she is too, and I thought it was such a fascinating take. You know, it's but like that's... I get it, but she was like, I don't. And then also her perspective on what suffering is yeah, is that's... way beyond our comprehension. So to see that people are triggered by yeah. things, like they're given material in class, and they're told, like, if these are the words that are in this story or this presentation. If you want to opt out, you can because it could trigger you. Right. Because then you would be, you know, right. we don't want to trigger your sadness. She's like, who, what? He, she doesn't even, under, she's like, wait what? a minute, what? So they're victims of, there's, and she comes from a place where she was repeatedly, like, raped. you know, raped. And sold. Saw her mother raped. For raping starving, purposes. Starving. Yeah. Almost at the point of death. And wow. saw that daily. And she's like, what is this? Mm. <laughs> Tell us the name of the book again. It's called In Order to Live. And it is, you will, you'll be so shocked. I had no idea. Ross, you're going to somehow post that or link it? Yeah, I'll link it. I'll uh, link it in this post. So when you find this podcast. Maybe the next time you brought up triggering, maybe the next time that, uh, you know, Arby's is out of horsey sauce, maybe you just don't freak out and you just uh, be thankful you live in a country where you can get melted cheese on your big roast beef or you can get a half pound roast beef and curly fries or crinkle fries. And you're not starving of malnutrition and you're not 80 pounds. Yeah, and you're not being passed around and sold so people can rape you. Right, exactly. Maybe you could be making up some of this pain because you've never actually experienced pain. (laughs) I'm gathering Kenny had a recent meltdown about an issue at Arby's. No, no, no I, I wasn't. just trying no. to give an example of people that freak yeah, out yeah, that and they just don't go, have any idea what it's yeah, like. Yeah, people that go insane on airplanes or yes. in a terminal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that was, I'm glad you brought that up. That was interesting. Thank yeah. you, Don. No problem. I didn't write it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.